This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, every Monday I give one of you a hundred bucks to invest in an idea and to get to the top. To enter, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you subscribed. Last week's winner was Dr. Paul Vasquez, Dr. Paul Vasquez with My Ads Nation. And he currently is working a full-time job and is dying to get out. Nathan Latka here. Coming up tomorrow morning, you're going to learn from Arif Maman. He's got 70 grand in monthly recurring revenue with his company, C-Store Pro. It's a total data play with less than $1 million raised and less than 5% monthly churn. Top Tribe, Nathan Latka here. And our guest this morning is Jerry Wilming. He is the CEO and founder of WiseWare.com. He's a recovering bioengineer turned entrepreneur that fuses fashion with threads of technology to keep you safe. Jerry, are you ready to take us to the top? Oh, yeah, I am ready. All right, let's do Thank you so much. Yeah, we. how did we connect? It was something cool. It was on Twitter or something, right? I think it was through Twitter. And then I think it was again through our YEC network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through Facebook, too. So you've listened to the show. You like it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you like? You just you just like I get all the numbers, right? You know, you know, I, I'm a startup junkie, you know, so I, you know, I, I literally, even at our headquarters here, I incubate other new companies and I just, I love the whole process of bringing, you know, ideas to fruition. And um, do you know, Pat Matthews and Lou Mormon and all those guys there in San Antonio? Oh yeah. They've all been here. That's yeah. awesome. That's great. They were a, uh, Pat was an investor in my first company. In fact, a lot of the folks that, that are the kind of ex rackers were, so that's cool. Oh yeah. All right. Tell us about Wiseware. What's it doing? How do you make money? Yeah. So. Um, should I, I, I'm, I'm happy to tell the, the, the brief story, kind of how we got started. Yeah, well, let's do that after, though. Give people a sense of what you do first. So, so what does it do and how do you generate revenue? Okay. Uh, what we do is we've made a proprietary smart jewelry product that allows a, that allows any woman to stay safe. Um, and so what we've done, actually, I have, a, I have a, an image of the product here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the, the first kind of fusion product. So wearables for years have been made of elastomers and plastics primarily because bluetooth and wi-fi can't go through metal materials and we discovered here that we could transmit bluetooth and wi-fi through metal and so we developed a jewelry product uh, with some partners in new york city with past experience from um you've got iris apfel on your uh, on your thing right she does she have equity is my buddy yeah okay what's that she's she has equity in the business yes she is our designer Uh, She has a new collection coming out this year. She's an advisor, an ambassador, and she likes to uh, tell me what to do a lot. So Uh, she's really How old is she? She's got, I mean, she looks like. She just turned 95. For her age, she has a ton of energy. Oh, rocking. So so let me, the average price put on one of these things. Two ninety five to three forty five, yes. depending on the collection. And basically, it's a smart, it's essentially a jewelry product that is a smart device for uh, safety. So yep. here's the two parts, the beauty and the brain. You guys, we'll put this and in the show all, notes so you can see it. Yep. And they're mix and match. 
so that we have a whole different, you know, different styles in the collection and uh, currently uh, being sold online. And now it's going to be at Saks uh, in New York City on Wednesday. Oh, very cool. How many, uh, what year did you found the business in? I founded the business in 2013, the end of the year. Okay, 2013. And what was first year revenue? We just started selling this year. So like, okay, yeah, yeah. So you didn't have anything. You're in product development first year. And what have you sold? Uh, so what have you, what have been your total sales, comp- all company history? Uh, we're, well, you projected for the year or current sales? Yeah, just do current up through September 2016. Yeah, so we've done probably a few hundred thousand online. Okay. And we have some POs and shipped products uh, internationally. So we're looking to do close to around 4 million this year. Okay. But if I look at just like the revenue that's coming to your bank, you'd say three, 400,000. Um, no, we're probably around one, one and a half million. Okay. 1.5 million. Yeah. Over, over your life. Yeah. And how so many units? Well, over the last five months. Yeah. Cause oh, you have one and a half over the last five months. That's when we started selling. Yeah, we started shipping okay. in late March. Okay, got it. And again, that just to be clear, that's actual sales, not not signed POs or things like that. Or are you including signed POs in that? Yeah, that, that includes the the POs. Is and there any sh- risk in those not going through? Um, you know, most of the POs that we've had, uh, you know, we, we ship product and you know, as long as they pay us, you know, net 30, that's always, that's always a challenge. I've just heard horror stories. I've had people come on that to deals with Walmart. You know, Chris Saka is coming on the show in a bit. I'll ask him about Shark Tank, but you know, they always, whenever an entrepreneur says we have POs, everyone kind of looks at it skeptically. Like, well, is it a real PO? Are they actually going to pay? Are they going to pay you and then claw it back if you don't move the things in their store? Like what are the terms on your POs typically? Yeah, no, you know, it, it's really it, it depends on the retailer and the distributor yeah. and, you know, whether it's in the U.S., you know, domestic or international, obviously, with some of the international deals, you have uh, a lot more risk there. Um, and typically, we like to have people pay at least 30 percent up front, you know, mm-hmm. on the large POs. Um, and then we basically collect along the way as the product goes out because so- it's. It's yeah, like you said, there is risk mm-hmm. on the one point five that you've done, and again, like you said, it is risky. But on the one point five you've done, how many vo- in terms of volume? How many of these have you sold? Um, you're saying for each PO? No, just like volume. So, like, how many of these of these devices have you sold total? I'd have to look at the numbers. What oh, the- come on, Jerry! This is like the number one number in a in a consumer business. How many have you sold? Number one. Uh- can I take 1.5 million divided by your average price of 300? No, it it varies because each distributor, you know, each distributor, you know, we sell to a distributor at obviously not retail price. You so sell how, at the, so how many units? Come on, you must like refresh this on your phone every morning when you roll out of bed. <laughs> uh, we're probably around. I mean, I'll look at the numbers right okay, here. Yeah, yeah, pull them up. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's rooting for you, so they're going Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are fun. <laughs> yeah, no, this is well, I mean, part of this too is uh, obviously private information for investors and things too. That's why it's a little Yeah, well give uh, us a range if you're not comfortable. Just say you're not comfortable and then give us a range. Yeah, here we go. I mean, if I do the one point five million that you've done divided by two ninety five, which is your average price when it comes out to about five thousand units. Uh, that's about right. Yeah. About five thousand units. Yeah, five to seven. Okay, and what yep. is the what is the? Uh, are you bootstrapped or have you raised capital? Uh, I bootstrapped initially, uh, raised a friends and family round for one point one million, and uh-huh. we're closing out another five million now. So I've raised a little over five million to date. 
Was the um, friends and family 1.1 a note or an equity round? It was a note. Okay. And, and is the five you're raising or is the four you're raising now a million or, or sorry, an equity round? Uh, we did another note and then we're doing an equity raise now okay. uh, for 10. Okay. Wait, hold on. So after this current round, how much have you already raised? Not what you're five currently. Million. Okay. Five. And five you're doing another 10 raise. right now. Raising another 10 now. And that's our first big equity raise. Okay. And yeah. who, who, I mean, is it a typical, is it a traditional VC that's leading? Um, family office. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah very interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, that's becoming more and more a trend, especially as money sitting at bank is getting like nothing because of interest rates. People are saying, put it in a startup or something. You know, and, and part of what we're doing is since we're at, you know, the intersection of, of brand, fashion, retail, um, it's not a traditional tech play. You know, so a lot of the groups that, you know, I've met with some of the high tier, you know, VC funds and they don't, a lot of them haven't had the emphasis on maintaining the brand because we could have blew out our numbers this year, uh, but we would have sacrificed the brand. Yeah. You know, we could have shipped, you know, to certain retailers that. Who? Uh, I, I don't want to go into detail. Well, like 7-Eleven? You know, I mean, who are we talking about? Uh, you know, I'm just, just retailers that are not, you know, they're not sacks. You know, they're not, uh, they, they would potentially pull down the brand in terms of, you know, that's always the balance of any well, company. Walmart? That, um, you know, just. Yeah, that's a confirmation. Walmart. He doesn't even have to say it. <laughs> you crack me up, man. I tell you what. Jerry, let's. I didn't have enough coffee this morning for these kind of. <laughs> hey, we're having fun. Talk talk to me about, I mean, this this thing must be expensive to build. I imagine expensive to build because you've kind of blending this fashion with tech. What is your, what's just your hard cost of goods sold on a $300 unit? It's expensive. I mean, there's the jewelry component and there's the sensors and electronics component. And. It's expensive. Like I mean, two hundred above two hundred bucks. You know, we're at three hundred retail, so yeah, yeah, I would, yeah, it's it's expensive. I mean, it's definitely not a, you know, if you look at competitors. Jerry, I lost you. So hopefully, you, hopefully you pop back in. But uh, it sounds like you're saying your price point's three hundred bucks. Cost of goods sold is two hundred. Yeah, I mean the the range is one hundred and fifty to two hundred, depending on the collection. You know, so it's the uh, materials and cost of goods, quality control, all that goes into it. So if uh, if you if you're kind of you said retail is three hundred. Retails three hundred. Okay, so uh, and two hundred cost of goods sold. What are so what are retails that you're selling this through at? They must be doubling the price or something. I mean, what are they selling it at? Yeah, you know, so uh, that that's a good question. I, I can't provide a lot of those details. Well, um, I could just go in a store and look, right? I mean, what are they selling it for? Oh, they're selling at the same retail price that we are. Oh, at three hundred. Correct. 300 to 345. So you and must then, like not be making any money on the ones going through retail because they have to have enough in there for their margin. I would say that is accurate. So Most it's, a, it's of, a distribution cost for you. Yeah. And, and, and truthfully, it's, it's a touch point where we go into, you know, it's in the store and, and at Saks and it's a great touch point for the sure. customer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's not our high volume place. And then what is the, so about, you have about a 30% gross margin. Let's talk about kind of the other kind of costs in the business. So what about team size? How big is the team? Uh, we have eight people on the team now. Okay. All in San Antonio, San Antonio. We have a few in New York city. Okay. Very cool. And what is the, uh, uh, are you tracking? Th- I mean, are you tracking these like reorder rates or do people order multiple of these or no? Yes. Um, we have, you know, we have a few customers from the online, you know, obviously with 
Google Analytics, we can track a lot of this stuff. But the retail deals, that's what's also difficult about it is you send the units out. We don't really know who's buying them. And, you know, it's 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 harder to track those customers. How many um, SKUs do you have? Unique SKUs? Uh, we have nine unique SKUs. Okay, that makes it a yeah. little more difficult, too. Um, and you said your goal for 2016 revenue is $4 million? That's the goal. Yep. That's the goal. And so will you, uh, you've raised capital, so you don't have to make money, but will you make money or lose money on $4 million? Um, You mean if we're, we're going to be cash flow positive? Yeah, net mean? margin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're getting close. I mean, you it's really, you close. really shouldn't be if you've raised all this capital. You should, I mean, unless you're just leaving the five million in the bank and not doing anything with it. Oh no, we're we're using it. We have well, we have multiple products too. This is just our first product line. We have, you know, we started the business. Um, uh, I mean, the backstory on this is the reason we, we we put this on a napkin last May and brought it to market in eight or nine months. You know, so our initial product was a medical device, mm-hmm. um, and. Essentially, my my grandfather was suffering from a condition called Lewy body dementia uh-huh. in 2010, and which is a cross between Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. He fell down in his home in October of that year, broke his hip, laid there for two hours. My grandma eventually got to him, but he passed away. And after he passed away, that's when Wiseware truly began. And we developed a hearing aid device. Uh, it's a hearable. People call it a hearable now. But it's a hearing aid device that has dehydration sensors, gate sensing, motion sensing built into it, picks up when a senior's at risk for falling and then whispers in their ear uh, that they're at risk for falling to sit down. And that's how we got started. Mm-hmm. And that's where the new patent emerged uh, on, you know, transmitting Bluetooth through the metal and the, in the, in the hearable. And so that was how we really began and we've gotten funding through the government as well. So who are buying these? I mean, is this really, this is really kind of elderly. No, no, not at all. Actually, sixty-five uh, percent of our sales are college women. Really? Yeah. I mean, not to be mean or rude, but like these do not look like college fashion. Um, in what way? Well, just I mean, I'm looking. I mean, well, first off, you have Iris featured on the homepage, right? So she's rocking it out, and she looks like unbelievable for what she's doing—the big old smile. But this doesn't look like like a, it doesn't look like something a sorority girl would be wearing. Oh well. But you're saying 65 percent come from what what, uh, what what colleges are you referring to in terms of sorority? Well, I mean, girls? look, I'm not a sorority girl, so I don't know. Uh, but but I'm just I mean, I'm looking come on, at Nathan, you're a sorority girl. Yeah, I know right. I'm just looking yeah. at these things. Just just I mean, even in your even in your uh, uh, your screenshot, all the screenshots you use on the site, there's not there's not a lot of I mean, it's not 20 year olds. Yeah. Our, the biggest market's 20 to 35. Really? That's uh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. College women, you know, because, you know, college women, um, unfortunately, there's a lot of burglaries and sexual violence on college campuses. Sure. And the our ability to call essentially use this as a panic button to call for help in an unsafe environment allows them to activate and call their friends quickly without the person even knowing. And they know exactly where, you know, that they need help at a particular location. So yeah. it's particularly valuable. Um, the real estate professionals, we've had significant traction in, with realtors. Uh, Why? Are, um, well, realtors are showing homes by themselves a lot and there is a um a big push for them to stay safe and in the uh, most most recent survey over almost 50 percent of national realtors this is from nar 2016 have expressed a, a a safety concern over the past year got it. um and so 
That's good, been big. Yeah, that makes good sense. You, you have some of the niche niche markets you're kind of owning instead of trying to bowl the ocean, which which is great. Uh, Jerry, where's the best place for people to follow you online as you keep building this business? Uh, I'd say Instagram and Facebook, uh, Wiseware. For myself, um, Twitter is my wheelhouse. I, I, I like Twitter the most. Um, I, I need to move to Snapchat and all these other fancy things. But <laughs> well, what's your favorite, Nathan? Oh God, I, hell if I know. I, I look. Uh, frankly, I don't really like humans that much. If I could just be by myself and in a room with some books, I'd be happy. So if I didn't, I mean, I just do it as convenient. So sometimes it's Snapchat. Sometimes it's uh, look. The podcast is fun. Nothing in particular. Yeah. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere, your website's growing so fast, how'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator, I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator, and the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use, because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin, and guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them, you guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign Sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Top Tribe, we will link to Jerry's stuff in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 451. Jerry, it's time for the Famous Five. You ready? I'm ready. Rapid fire answers here. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, I would say... Mm, that's a tough one. He's picking from his bookshelf right now. Startup CEO. <laughs> Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Mm. No. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like HostGator? Uh, strategizer. Very cool. Number four, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Yes. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Married, three children. This feels like a doctor's exam. All right. Uh, how old are you? 36. All right. Last question. Take us back 16 years, Jerry. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Go for it. Don't be scared. Top tribe. There you have it from Jerry, CEO of Wiseware. Go for it. He sold almost 5,000 units of this product, an average retail price of about 300 bucks. with cost of goods sold around $200, $5.1 million in funding founded in 2013. Team size of eight split between San Antonio and New York. Building something special. Jerry, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed today's episode, go back and listen to Rob yesterday. Rob has helped 14 agriculture companies raise $32 million using his fintech startup, agfunder.com. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.